0: this over my coffee maker I still don't know where my coffee maker is but I know where my dildos are I know where my vibrators are nobody says oh I hated that orgasm it was so bad no an orgasm is an orgasm. You're always happy to have it. Just finally trying to get it back in me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, I can't get this thing back in me, and if it's been in me before, what do I do? And so I'm just like, okay, sometimes you just get, you get a little aggro and you just kind of force it in there and, because you just want to come. I feel like I'm more dirty, raunchy, collides with classy. <laughs> so we're dirty raunchy meets classy that's where you'll find the curious girl I don't know I'm tinkering with it I'm like maybe this is going to be my next bucket list item like I could just do it once you know like knock it off your list you'd be just like a you know just just broadcast yourself once hey guys welcome to the curious girl diaries podcast I'm Layla I'm a very happy Layla. Let me just tell you why. I'm going to start right off because I've finally been able to masturbate like fucking crazy like I normally do because I moved into my new place. And even though I'm in boxes, the one thing, (laughs) the one thing that I did set aside to make sure that as soon as I could, that I had access to it right away and I knew exactly where it was, was my dildos, my vibrators, my lube, everything. Now let's put this into perspective, guys. Like this is how I prioritize my packing. You know, when you, if you've ever moved, you know, there's things you just like want access to right away. For me, it was my sex toys. I had to know where are they right away. (laughs) That way I could, I could just get after it. I mean, this is, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I'm like, I know like a lot of people are going to go, (gasps) Oh, oh my gosh, no way. I prioritize this over my coffee maker. I still don't know where my coffee maker is, but I know where my dildos are. I know where my vibrators are. It's like that old, wasn't there an old ad a long time ago? It's five o'clock. Do you know where your children are or something like that? Like, hey, it's Monday. Do you know where your vibrators are? (laughs) You've just moved into a new place. After living with your friends, for longer than you want to say. Do you know where your vibrators are? Because girl, you need them. And let me just tell you, it's been so long <laughs> that I tried to use my big dildo. You know, the one I've talked about it before. I had that big dildo with a suction cup. First of all, I don't know what's going on. Maybe the water's hard or soft. I don't know if it's soft or hard. I can quite frankly, I don't know, but The dildo suction cup part does not stick the same way it did to my old shower. And I'm just like, what is going on? I've had to, I had to stick it to the jacuzzi bathtub and then sit on the damn thing, which by the way, was phenomenal because that's just, oh my gosh, that hit your A spot. It just makes you go bunkers, bunkers. Like I couldn't even stand it. I was like, oh my God. I just came instantly. Like literally like that's my kryptonite right there. It just boom. Yeah. Mm. It's the strangest thing. Do you know what I realized today after masturbating and coming like four times? There's all these different ways and strengths and weaknesses and all these wonderful intricacies about vaginas. I mean... I love, let me, don't get me wrong, because I love you men. I love, love, love you. I mean, I love you guys. Like, oh, yes. But I have to say, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I just don't think, I don't think you experience orgasms the same way that women do, because there's so many different ways that we can come. And now I would love somebody to correct me if I'm wrong. I know you guys have a prostate and. I know that the tip of your penis is very sensitive, but the clitoris is more sensitive than the tip of your penis. And we have a G spot and an A spot and then anal things. And I just feel like there's different directions and ways that I can move my clit, pull on my clit. I can just be hitting my G spot. Sometimes it's the direction of a penis, the way it's rubbing over my G-spot. There's also this, and then hitting the A-spot at the same time. And then there's this sensation you get when you really put a big penis or dildo inside your vagina and it just stretches it. Or you're using a butt plug at the same time. Like I just feel like women have so many more erogenous zones, and then our nipples. I know you guys have nipples too, but I don't know. I just, to me, like today, okay, let me give an example. I felt like I discovered, not this, I didn't discover it, but I rediscovered it. I've done it before. And I just, for some reason today, I kind of hit on it. So you can have these really, really strong, like body shaking orgasms. And then once I have one of those, like, what happens is then it opens the floodgates of horniness and I'm just ready to go, ready to go, ready to go. And it it sort of sets the day. So I will have, oh my gosh, like a really big, strong one. And then I can't stop these little, like there's no bad orgasm, right? But these little ones, just these little mini ones, they're like little mini earthquakes, (laughs) if you will. Like They're just like Point maybe point four on the Richter scale, but they're still great. I mean, nobody likes it. Nobody says, Oh, I hated that orgasm. It was so bad. No, an orgasm is an orgasm. You're always happy to have it. But I can just stack those minis after that, like back to back to back. Like they don't stop. They don't need a refractory period. Like literally, they just go and go and go. I learned that about my body when I was very young. I just could, that I was multi orgasmic and then I could make that I understood like, okay, there's just different spots, hit this one first and you're going to have a really powerful orgasm. And then after that, you're just it primes the pump. I don't know. I mean, like, I, don't, I really don't know how else to describe it. It just primes the pump. And then your vagina is just like electric. It's on fire. And, <laughs> You can just keep, like, you're ready to come at a, like, a very, with very little stimulation. And so, like, there's this thing I can do. It's really strange. I can sort of, like, pull. If I take two fingers, kind of two index fingers, and I put them maybe a half an inch above my clit, and I just pull, it's, like, right by the pubic bone, and then I kind of pull up and push right there. It's more on the bone, and on the pubic bone, that is like this, you know, and then if I'm using a vibrator or whatever, like even just a little bit, or even that with internal fingers, a dildo, whatever, a dick, it's like, holy shit. I, I don't know what happens when I just kind of pull up and then push down a little bit. Wowzers. I mean, that's the spot that doesn't get overly exerted or tired. That's the orgasm that you don't have to stimulate too hard because it's pressure more than anything. It's not like rubbing the rubbing, you know, you can, if you don't have enough lube, like, I mean, I've, believe me, guys, I've been through it all. Like I've masturbated myself to a bloody mess, not like a spurting bloody mess. Okay. That sounds gross. Right. But I just mean like where I've broken skin because, you know, if you're using a strong vibrator, that can happen. You don't have enough lube, you know, you're just, you're just rubbing on a skin surface and you know, shit happens. I will just, as I busted out my new, you know, not my new, but my old, big, bigger dildo, that thing is big. Like you don't, it's like, you have to train for that to put that in you like an athlete. Like you, (laughs) you have to have a lot of lube. You have to be really turned on. And if you go and force it, like it will tear and you'll bleed. And I've done that so many times. I just, just finally trying to get it back in me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, I can't get this thing back in me. And if it's been in me before, what do I do? And so I'm just like, okay, sometimes you just get, you get a little aggro and you just kind of force it in there and, cause you just want to come, but it's like the equivalent of having rough sex. It, you know, you will force some tears or whatever <laughs> I know everybody's like cringing right now, but I think the the men might be cringing, but the women might be knowing. Oh yeah, yeah, uh huh. I know what she's talking about. Yeah, because sometimes you just like you just need to get you just need to get off. You know, you just want it in there. So here's another thing I recently discovered. Isn't this funny? Like, this sounds so stupid. I recently discovered this, right? But the hookup site I'm on has all these live people that are live broadcasting their stuff. Right. So today when I wanted to masturbate, I'm like, well, I want to watch something. And you guys all know my, if you've been listening to me long enough, you know, my porn dilemma, like I hate going to U porn or uHub hub or, or Pornhub because you, it's hard to find exactly what you need when you want to masturbate. They never really have all of it. You'll spend a lot of time. It's frustrating. You'll spend a lot of time searching and you can't, it's like, you know, you're, you're horny and you're ready to masturbate. And then you're like, no, oh, 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 you're watching. It you're like, okay, no, this isn't cutting the mustard. And then you switch to something else and you look at these titles and you think they're great. And so you start fum, 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 flipping through, but nothing's really getting, you know, really, you're not finding that right thing. Well, so I thought, okay, today when I started to masturbate, I was like, well, do I, what do I want? I'm like, I'm in the mood to watch something. I wanted some visual something. Right. And good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on Be On The Show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. So I decided that, oh, I will look on, let me see. I've never done this before. Let me see. these people who are broadcasting live. So there's all these different things. So it was like, you can look at men, you can look at couples, you can look at trans. I mean, there's, they have all these categories. Well, so I decide to look at, I think I started with men. I'm like, let me just start with men. Well, of course, you know, it was, it was funny because I'm sitting there now. This is during, I'm trying to masturbate and get off. Right. And I have all these thoughts. I'm taking you on my masturbate masturbation journey. You're masturbating with me right now. Like this is what I experienced. I'm trying to get in the mood and then I'm like, let me see what men are doing. And then I'm like, of course it's all just, well, what are the men doing? They're masturbating. It was like, and that was the most popular, populated broadcasting section because we all know men love their dicks. They're just so proud of their dicks. Everybody, every man thinks his dicks, the best things his life spread. Now I don't, blame you. I think the juxtaposition between the way men view their penises and the way women view their vaginas is very funny because women, we just don't think about our vaginas like the best thing since life spread. I mean, and men, you, you love your dicks. Like you, you want to send me that dick pic. You want to show me that dick. You think jacking off and your dick is the best thing ever. And I get it because for you, it is. It's like, this is the best dick ever on the planet. And so boom, 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 men thinking that way, line up hundreds of men who are just like, here's my, here's my dick. And it's the best thing on the planet. And I'm like, okay. And they are all just jacking off. (laughs) I'm like, how do I pick? How do I pick? Who's got the best dick? I don't know. Like I'm looking, I'm like, well, that one looks interesting. Oh, that one's really long. Oh, that one's thick and girthy. Okay. Like, you know, I'm just like, I was literally like, I had to become a dick connoisseur while Again, my motive here was I just want to look at something hot and sexy so that I can get off. And then I was like, you know, but what I'm really in the mood for, I'm like, no, it's not men jacking off because that doesn't actually do it for me. If I don't know you, I don't get turned on by that. See, What I think happens is more uh, gay men will go to straight men who are broadcasting and jacking off because they think women want to see that. And maybe some women do. And again, I don't know. I mean, I popped on there like are they just, you know, like they probably thought, oh, here, you know, yes. Okay. This is, this is proof positive that all women want to watch men jack off. I would say I only like watching a man jack off. If I have carnal knowledge of him, if I fucked him, and I'm like, what turns me on is knowing that that dick is good and what it's done and like how it may become. And then, then I can watch you jack off because that's hot. Yeah. You know, if I'm, if it's you and me one-on-one, we're Skyping or FaceTiming and it's like that, yes, baby, you know, I fuck me, you know, cause I, if you fuck me with that dick, oh yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. But randos, randoms, <laughs> random dicks, I'm like, oh, It's really hard. Like I sit there and I look and I'm like, I'm looking at this sea of dicks on my computer screen. I'm just like, well, which one? Okay. Which one? Like what's jumping out at me and really none of them were because I don't have a personal association with them. I did end up going. I did watch this one guy briefly and he was jacking off and then I switched and looked at some other stuff and then I came back to him cuz he was still jacking off and then I watched him come. I was impressed with come, I will say. I don't even know he was from some other state like I, you know, who knows? You didn't see his face. It's just a random dude jacking off, but I was more curious than I was turned on actually by the whole phenomenon, to be honest with you. I just was like, okay, I can say, yeah, that's good. Yeah. It looks like it's a big dick. It's a long dick. Great. And then the the amount that he came was, I I would say, impressive, but it was more from a scientific observational point of view than it was a turn on. So I had to switch off that. And I went to, and then I went searching for couples, couples who are doing this, who are broadcasting. Cause I'm like, you know what I want to see? I want to see penis to vagina contact. Like I, that's what I was in the mood for. Yes. You know, I, I, that's what I wanted to fantasize about. I wanted to see fucking, you know, a man, fucking a woman, penis to vagina, boom, boom, boom. So that I could take my dildo and, you know, be fantasizing like, okay, that's what's happening to me. The couples that were broadcasting were so minuscule compared to the volume of men jacking off that want to show off themselves jacking off versus couples fucking. And I wanted to see couples fucking. And I was so like, what the fuck? Nobody's fucking. It's Monday morning. Why aren't you people fucking? You should be starting your week off right. Like fuck, literally fuck each other. Fuck. This is ridiculous. Why can't I find some organic, natural couples fucking on a Monday? Well, that was a bust. There were zero, I saw zero penis to vagina contact. And this is a site that has probably like a million subscribers. I'm sure at least all over the world. And I couldn't find anybody fucking on a Monday morning. What's wrong with you people? Come on, let's get it on. (laughs) Do I have to start my own porn website just so I can satisfy this need? What would we call this? We would call that like always fuck on Mondays. Fuck me on a Monday. Fuck Mondays. That would be good. It's a little bit of cliche right there, right? People don't like Mondays, but we could fuck on Mondays. I like that. Anyway, I'm digressing. I looked and looked, and the best I could find was one couple and they were together, but it was more about her. And I could tell she was just a web or I guess she's getting tips or something for what she's doing. And no, again, no problem with that. I was just they they're under the couple section. So I thought I would see them fucking. They were not. So then I had to, what did I end up moving to? I think I just eventually just turned it off, turned my attention away and decided to, I just, went through some fantasies in my head, thought about some recent guys I've been chatting with that I'm going to meet up with. I'm starting to get that going. I'll come back to that in a minute, but then I just went ahead and just knocked it out. And then the minute that that happens, it's funny. So the minute that I have that first big, really powerful orgasm, then, then I start doing like, okay, then I'm like, I switch it up and I just immediately, boom, I'm like, okay, now move on to business stuff. So start doing what you're going to do. And then maybe not very long into that, I'll be like, I'm horny again. And I just very quickly like, okay, knock one out. And that's when I'm experiencing the the very quick, like I know certain positions where I just, I can have these, it sounds strange, but I know women know what I'm talking about. Like you'll have a, I don't want, I want to say like a 50% orgasm. It comes really fast and easy and they roll together, but they're not like super strong, but they're good. I mean, it's any orgasm. It's good. It's good, but it's just, it's a different level. It's not the same as just the curl your toes, like screaming paint off the ceiling at an octave, you know, that dogs can hear. (laughs) It's just different. It's like, okay okay. I just did that. All right. Yes. Okay. Oh, here comes another one. Oh, okay. I just did that too. I mean, it's different. It, it's good. You know, again, like nobody's ever said, gee, I wish I didn't have that orgasm now, but it's not as strong. And so it's very strange how, like I said, you open the flight case and then you can have all these little mini rolling ones. And that's why I think women's bodies are just so amazing. And I, I got to say, like from an orgasm standpoint, guys, I think we're superior. I really do. I'm sorry. I love, and believe me, I love you men. And I don't want to take anything away from you and your dicks and your penises because I know how proud you are of them. But I just don't think anything beats having a vagina. I just have to tell you, like, I just think vaginas win. Vaginas are number one. So after I'm searching through all of this, trying to find just actually live, live stuff, live action. And it's funny because I've been on this site with my profile and it, it's multifunctional. I mean, they just have a lot of different features and stuff. This is the first time in, well, how long have I been on there since I started the curious girl diaries? So what are we talking Five and a half years. Oh, jeez, five. And it's so the first time in five and a half years. I've ever actually looked at their live broadcast stuff. No joke. The first time. And I'm disappointed. I'm just disappointed. Maybe I caught it. Maybe Monday mornings are not the live primetime action for this stuff. Maybe I need to, revisit it. But here's the thing. It really started me as I'm watching people do this, I'm starting to get curious and interested in it. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, that's kind of hot. Like what if I was live broadcasting some stuff? I mean, what if I got a little adventurous? What would I do? What could I do? What would I be comfortable with? And I just started to very quickly think, well, I could start a completely different profile that just just had, you know, body shots because the the profile that I have, that I've had for so long, I have face pics. Now I could take them down, but there's just too much association. There's too many people that have seen that. And so I would, I could start a completely different different, just anonymous one with tasteful body pics, I guess. I'm still going to be tasteful. I'm never going to, you're never going to see a picture of me. Like it's a gynecological exam. Like you're looking right at my hoo-ha that I just, I can't, I don't think I'm ever going to cross that bridge again. I'm not going to say never because you know how I am. Every time I've said never, I have to eat crow on that, but uh, something about that to me is not sexy. It's not I like the art of the tease. I like leaving something I don't know. I I just I like to cross like dirty raunchy with it's I, I feel like I'm dirty raunchy collides with classy. <laughs> So where dirty, raunchy meets classy. That's where you'll find the curious girl. That's kind of my thing. That's my little space. That's the little area I've carved out for myself. And so far, I haven't deviated from that. And I I don't think I will. However, I'm super curious about, about this, you know, broadcasting and camming, I guess. Let's generically call it camming. Now I don't want to make any money from it because that to me, I don't know why. I just feel like once you go that route, it's something different and I'm not sure exactly what it is. I don't know. I just have to, I'm not, I feel like once you've monetized that aspect, you're just crossing, you're crossing into the adult industry and I don't want to be in the adult industry. I want, I don't mind talking about it, enjoying it. I don't want to make money from it per se. There's a big gray zone. So anyway, and no disrespect to anybody that does. I just can't wrap my brain around it. There's something, see, there's that good girl. There's that classy thing where I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know. And just to say for the record, like I'm certainly, I am not at this moment and I doubt that I ever will want to pay, have some sort of pay for you know, not suitable for work content, not suitable or any kind of X-rated content or any kind of, you know what I mean? I just, I don't know that I could switch into that zone. I have a big block up on that. And again, it's not a judgment on anybody that does. It's just something in me where I'm like, I can't do it. I can dance around it. I can find ways to to monetize around it right on the periphery. I can nibble at the edges, but I just can't quite go there. So that being said, I would love to do something, find a way to do something hot, sexy and teasing anonymously with a different profile, like one that just didn't even, there was no correlation to me at all. Other than, of course, I'd have to put some body picks up and things like that, but nothing, you know, again, nothing nude, you know, no You're not looking at my. You're not looking right up my cha-cha. And um, yes, cha-cha. That's a. You can look that up in the dictionary. That's in the in the medical dictionary. (laughs) So you're not looking up my vagina. And but I still think that that would be really fun to do. There's something like there's this exhibitionist side of me, which is reminding me I was because last night I was talking to someone and he wants to come and, you know, visit. And how did we get around to that subject or how did that come up? I can't remember. Cause so I was probably multitasking. I was talking to him. I was still trying to unpack everything and, oh, okay. It's coming back to me. I had said, I just was talking about we were saying, well, I'll come out and visit you. We could do this. We could do that. We could do some fun stuff. Like, what what's in your area? And I was just telling him, look, legitimately, I can, haven't had a chance to explore. I haven't had a chance to explore my area yet. I mean, I'm so new here. I just, you know, was staying with some friends who are pretty conservative and i I had to sneak around to do my own damn podcast. And I couldn't even like masturbate. The walls were so thin in their house. I mean, literally they were thin. I was on the phone one night talking to, I don't know if I was talking to Mr. Big and they're like, I can hear you. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> so they probably heard more than they wanted to. But anyway, so we were talking about just fun stuff and sex clubs. And I had, I was telling him how I, There was a moment where I realized like this voyeurism thing is hot. And so today it clicked again where I'm like, you know, like the thought of people watching me, I I did it. I did it in a club and with someone. And that was very fun and very hot and erotic. And quite frankly, one of the just, I mean, one of the wettest, hottest moments, I was dripping down my leg. I mean, just all the way down to my high heels. And I thought, well... Maybe, I wonder if that would, I guess I wonder if that would carry over if I did some sort of, mm, I don't know, like cam thing, I guess I'm saying cam thing. And and I'm not saying that I ever will. I'm just talking this fantasy out loud because there's a part of me that thinks that's really hot and sexy and erotic. And one of the guys that I used to see, be told me that he had dated someone and he went live on cam with her and they had sex and she was because she was a cam girl and they fucked on on camera and broadcasted it and people watched and I was just like oh my gosh like you go be I I'm I'm a little jealous I'm like you did that holy shit I as as adventurous it's funny because as adventurous and crazy as I am, I think where I, for me, one-on-one going someplace and just kind of like, like I did before with someone and you're, you know, you're there and you're in the moment and it's right. And, you know, nobody knows who you are. There's no cameras, there's no film involved. It's like they could watch me, but it's not documented. I think I'm very sensitive and careful about things that are documented that can prove or keep a record of a moment in time that you were free and that you wanted to do this because those things can sometimes get, I don't want to say used against you, but like they just come back to bite you. So I've always been very careful and about what I put out there. And it's not so much, I guess, so it's not so much that I would, and I don't judge anybody that does, what I just always feel like is, oh, be very careful because you don't know where your life will take you. And when and if that could be used against you or really just be something that you're worried about coming out or, you know, something like that. So I guess now that I'm older, I just feel like, eh, you know, there's very little, there's very few areas of my life other than really just personal acquaintances, friends, family, that this could really cause a problem with if they stumbled on it or came out or whatever. It can't affect my work. It can't affect, you know, I can't be affected financially from it, but it's just still something like, do you want that private, something very private and intimate exposed? So- I don't know. I'm tinkering with it. I'm like, maybe this is going to be my next bucket list item. Like I could just do it once, you know, like knock it off your list. You'd be just like, you know, just, just broadcast yourself once. And I wouldn't actually, if I did that, you know, hate to say it guys, but I would not actually direct anybody like, you know, say, Hey, I'm going to be go here. I'm going to be there. I would just do it and then come back and say, I did it. I would report it. I wouldn't make the actual broadcast part of it. It's like whoever caught whoever catches it and stumbles on it catches it and stumbles on it and that's that. And I would probably be very calculated about it and just start like a completely I have a diff, completely new profile, different profile and then just go for it. And that would be kind of fun. See, I feel like that would be kind of fun. That would be something totally secret that nobody knew about, and I would just do it. I mean, I could even say I'm doing it because how the fuck would you find it, right? I mean, I, I it's just going to be so random. And if you did, if you stumbled on it, then you deserve to watch it. But I don't know, like, what would I show? What would I I show myself doing? I might just be a little teasing at first and then build up my confidence or build up like anything. As you do something more and more, you get more, you get more adventurous and more racy with it. But I think that's, um, that might be something that I need to tap into because, there is this exhibitionist side of me that I actually didn't know I had until that experience in the sex club that I really realized how erotic and exciting that was. I mean, it really wasn't even on my radar. I just didn't know. I didn't think that that was hot or interesting or not that I didn't think it was. I just was like, not, like I said, it just wasn't on my radar. But when it when I did, it, it was like, whew, one of the most turned on, hot, erotic experiences. Just I was really surprised at how I reacted to it in the moment. So I know it's something that I like. So I think I'm gonna put I'm 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 gonna put this in the maybe category. I'm mulling it over. I'm I'm convexing ab- over it a little bit, and I'm gonna try to maybe find a way to do it. And just and I'll say I will put it out there. I'll say I, I'm gonna tease. I'm gonna tease. I'm going to tease everybody with it. And I'll say yes, I'm doing it. Come and find me. <laughs> And see if anybody can or does. I won't have any, I will, it'll be like a one way stopgap. Like there won't be any indication from that that I have a podcast. I won't link the two, basically, is what I'm saying. There won't be any link. So it'll just be kind of one of those random things that when, if someone stumbles on it, they stumble on it. But Anyway, well, I hope you guys are doing well. I'm extremely happy to be in my new place. I'm still up to my eyeballs in boxes. I have not gotten everything unpacked. That'll take a little while, but I'm happy to be in my new office where I have better acoustics. And I still haven't found my actual, my nice, super expensive podcasting mic. It's still packed. Like There's 80%... No, I'm not. Okay, let me just, let me tell the truth here. Like 95% of of everything is still (laughs) packed up. My kitchen, I think I got my kitchen maybe like 80% unpacked. And I felt pretty good about that because you know, the kitchen's are very daunting. And um, I have a big kitchen and (laughs) so I got a lot of stuff. Anyway, so I got that done and just sort of organizing stuff and getting hopefully every box into the right room. And now I'm starting to open up and unpack and just kind of going room by room. But I haven't gone through everything, but I'm, I have got my desk, my, I'm sitting at my desk and my chair and I'm on my, my uh, travel mic, which is fine, but I'm super excited and super happy to be getting more settled. And I've already set up a couple dates. And so I think, um, yeah, and I'm super horny. I'm just, oh. <sighs> Literally, like everywhere I go, I feel like if I see a guy that's hot, and it, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, I just want to rip him off the streets and just fuck him, you know? <laughs> oh, I was in the grocery store last night and just, yeah, I mean, I made eye contact with this one guy and I was like, uh-huh. I'm like gnashing my teeth because I'm so horny. And then I had that same experience when I was, there's this, <laughs> there's this, restaurant that has a bar and, and this this bartender and I'm like and he's hot and he's tall you know and I'm like mm-hmm and I just try not to I try not to get distracted but I'm pretty riled up right now. I'm pretty riled, I'm yeah, I'm super horny. I'm just ready to unleash it. And I feel sorry for the guys that I'm gonna just basically fuck into the ground because their penises are gonna be worked over for sure. <laughs> Oh, but I tell you, this is the fun stuff This is, you know, this is the fun stuff of life. I just feel like I'm so connected to my sexual side and my sexuality and I love it. And I just really, really believe it's so important. It's such an important component. You know, you're either, it's one of two things. You're either really indulging it, you're going with it and you're having fun or you're suppressing it. And when you're suppressing it, you're going to have all kinds of problems around that look, things pop up because of that. No pun intended. Or don't pop up, (laughs) as the case may be. But it's really such an important aspect to being a human being alive on this planet, I believe. And I think people should embrace it. I wish there were more curious girls out there. And that I'm not, that's not indicative of gender. It's just really what it means, I think, to be A Curious Girl is just that you embrace your sexuality. You go with it. You don't give a shit what other people think. And you're out there and you're experimenting. You're having adventures. You're having fun. I'm so much happier when I'm sexually exploring, when I'm sexually satisfied, when I'm indulging that part of me that needs that. And I don't, and I've stopped denying that, how important our sexuality is to, or how important my sexuality is to me as a human being. I feel like just really like look at things from a very basic standpoint and a lot of problems spring from, the problems are springing from lack of sex and lack of intimacy and lack of touch and connection and all that stuff, you know, I mean, it's super, super important. And so just to pretend like we don't need it or, you know, and and with it being this important and something, and then it's it's this important. It's like, what if food was taboo? I mean, like, let's talk, let's think about that. Like what if food is taboo? You need it. (laughs) You absolutely need it. And sex is the same thing. When you start shutting off those sides of yourself and turning that off and denying it, all kinds of weird, funky shit happens. I mean, things go sideways. So my thought is you can just fuck your way to happiness. You really can. You can just masturbate your way to happiness. You can sexualize your way to happiness, sensualize it, and hopefully you have a loving partner that's on the same page with you. And if not, you can have casual partners that are on that same vibe too. It doesn't have to be one person. You can you can get this from different different parts of it from different people if you can't get it completely from one person so there's just different ways but the point is it is important and it just seems so odd to me the older i've gotten and the more i've really studied this and paid attention to it and indulged it in my own life it becomes so obvious to me this glaring question and that nobody wants to just face or talk about because it's so taboo. It's just like, why are we so bunched up about this? Why can't we admit how important it is? Why can't it be more mainstream? I guess I'm using kind of air quotes right now, but it shouldn't be, it really shouldn't be taboo. It's a basic human need. We need that connection, that physicality, that touch, that deep, rich, all the stuff, the wonderful chemicals that orgasms produce and being in the moment and letting go and being free sexually. Like this is really the stuff of life. Somebody asked me, you know, like, what prompted you to move? You know, and I'm like, I thought about that. And I was just kind of like, you know, it wasn't nothing. There wasn't, wasn't this burning thing that happened where I had to move from California to Florida. I just love to live life to its fullest, to to the most rich, fun adventures I can have. And I hope and thank goodness I meet people, I cross paths with people that and get to live my life with people that have that same mentality. And usually people that have that same mentality share that for their sexuality as well. Because I know at the end of the day, when I'm on my deathbed, I won't be saying I wish I'd worked more. (laughs) Damn, I wish I spent more time at the office. Yeah, it's a funny statement because I haven't been, I actually haven't had an office job. You know, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, but except for, well, very, very, very young. I was not, but then I very quickly decided that working for myself was the way to go. But your job and that stuff, it's not going, it's not the same as just living this rich, full life filled with fun and adventures and experiences and people that you cross paths with, that's what you're going to be thinking about and remembering and missing. And that's what you get to take with you. All of that. When you move on, when you move on from this life and whatever happens, I'm not going to, I know what I believe happens and whatever you think happens, happens, but still, you know, even if you're a total, if if you're an atheist, especially if you were, you should want to live the fucking heck out of this life. Like, it should be so rich and fulfilling knowing that this is it. Like you're you're not going anywhere after this. You're going into the ground and that's that. So you better make it count. And people don't want to make it count. I don't know why, but for me a big part of that is when I'm in when I'm aligned with all of what I need sexually, everything else lines up too. It just I don't know, it becomes like the best most amazing fullest life lived. And I believe, you know, that I'm at a point in my life too, and have enough experience and age to say, yes, this is where it's at. Cause I've done the corporate thing and the work thing and focused on that and pushing people out and just, I've seen it. I see it. In, I see it in other people. I wish that I had a magic wand to help everybody course, correct their, their interpersonal lives. Uh, I don't, but hopefully this podcast helps at least sparks some interest, gets the thought going that, Hey, you know, if something's lacking, especially sexually, this is stuff you can absolutely change and you should absolutely change. And when you do that, I don't think what you realize is how much of the rest of your life is going to line up and flip in the right direction. Because when you're, there's a lot that You gain from sexual awareness and sexual satisfaction. It's not just the actual sex, it's like exercise. You may have a hot body because you exercise regularly and take care of yourself, but there's other things that you gain from that. It's like peace. You know, you release mental constipation, you can focus, you're directed, you're motivated, you're aware, you're going to live longer, you're healthier you're excited, you're vibrant, you feel great, you sleep better. I mean, you know, just like, it's the ripple effect. And I would liken sex, good sex, regular sex, prioritizing sex to the same benefits as good exercise and good eating. I mean, it's like they all kind of flow together. So I hope that gives you guys something to think about. I am definitely thinking about you guys and appreciating you guys and hoping that, What I do makes a difference for you, turns you on, gets you thinking, whatever it is. If I make one little difference, Then I have done my job and I'm satisfied and happy. By the way, if I have, please feel free to reach out to me. You know my favorite way, you know what it is. I probably am beating a dead horse with this, but go to the CuriousGirldiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right hand side, and leave me a voice message. I have increased it so you guys can go for five minutes. Which guess what? Means I can give you a five minute message back. So if you really want something personalized and detailed from me, you will get it. And that's how you do it. Just go to the website, leave me a voicemail, and I will leave you one back and I will talk directly to you. Also, did you guys get a chance to check out my last, the episode ahead of this one, which I think was 203, if I'm not mistaken, episode 203 with Valerie Baber. That one's called Sex and Society. Oh my gosh. If you did not listen to that, it's a long, it's a bit of a long one because I, you know, it was a Saturday release or a weekend release. No, no, no. I'm sorry. This one came out on Monday. It was supposed to be a weekend release, but I was like up to my eyeballs and boxes. So it did come out on Monday, but guys really, oh, you've got to listen to this. This is a, she is a curious girl. I love her. This is such an interesting woman. There's so many layers there. Like I want to have her back. I feel like the first interview we did was, it was great. It was good. We got, I, we got to the interesting story of her life and how she thinks she's been through, but I'm telling you, there's, there's stories behind stories with her. I can tell just she has, she, again, this is a woman that's lived her life. It's a life fully lived and it's been, She's gone into those sexual zones and she's discovered things and she's experienced things and you have, and in doing so, you know, you have high highs and low lows, but that's what life's about. That's the richness and the fullness and the things I'm talking about that I just cannot, I cannot sacrifice that. I have to be experiencing things and having adventures. And sometimes things work out and sometimes they don't. And, you know, it's still, it's all good. It's the stuff of life and the things that you remember and take with you and what make your life rich and complete and full. And so I just really enjoyed talking to her and I hope to have her on again. And she does, she did have a podcast. It's not up anymore, but I'm going to try to see what I can do to get her to put. Put it back up. I'm telling you, I saw some of the titles. The audio is not there anymore. I saw the titles on iTunes. If you like the interview, reach out to her directly. Her information is in the show notes and encourage her to repost that stuff. I, I think that there's probably some really good stuff there that can be super helpful. And I would love to listen to every single one of those episodes. And I'm kind of dying that I can't. So <laughs> I'm going to have to try to finagle that and be like, Valerie, girl, you owe it. This world needs to hear what you had to say, what you said. There's value. Let's put it back up. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. You know, I love you guys very much. Honestly, this podcast is truly a labor of love for me and I really appreciate every single person that listens to me, no matter why you listen or when you listen, if it's one listen or you're a, you know, somebody that's downloaded every episode and you've followed me from the beginning, the whole story. Again, this is exciting stuff. I've moved. Like, I feel like I'm starting over. Like I'm back at ground zero at the very beginning of the start of the Curious Girl Diaries. I just feel like, I don't know. I just, I just, I feel it. Like there's fun. There's new chapters coming, exciting chapters. I'm pumped up. I'm revved. And I just can't wait to take you guys along, all of you along on that journey with me. Okay. Love you guys. Stay safe. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media.